Welcome to the show. I'm Kathy Ireland. The U.S. is in the midst of a substance use epidemic. Having the ability to gather accurate, timely data is imperative in order to create an effective action plan that identifies the presence, type, and scale of drug use. Brevity Bio is a public health company that has developed the world's first complete ecosystem for testing, monitoring, detection, assessment, analysis, and evaluation of public health threats. Here to tell us more about this innovative solution are Karina Stur, PhD, CEO of Brevity Bio, along with Rockwell Heron, substance use prevention educator. Welcome both of you. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Well, we're thrilled that you're here. And Rocky, will you please educate us on the drug pandemic in the U.S.? Yeah. Kathy, the drug problem today is worse than it's ever been. Um, drugs today in the United States are stronger, cheaper, easier to get, and more socially acceptable than ever before. We can trace the crisis, the current crisis, back to the mid-90s when OxyContin was first licensed and became a huge scourge. And OxyContin led to an epidemic of heroin addiction, and then that transitioned into an epidemic of fentanyl addiction and suffering, which is where we are now. And so it's, it's my personal mission, and I think it's a moral imperative for us to get out and educate our population about the risks of drug abuse. And thank you for doing that. Can you both share a little bit about your background and experience, Karina? Sure. Thank you, Kathy. Uh, I would say my background is very colorful. I spent half of my life in science. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say a blend of statistics, epidemiology, genetics, and then the other half, I transitioned into industry. And that's where I learned how to implement science into the daily lives. I, uh, for the last decade, I ran very complex programs addressing diseases at large uh, at one of the biggest companies, biotech companies in the world, Thermo Fisher Scientific. And then end of 2019, right before the pandemic, <laughs> I decided to open a company in digital health, Interom. And through that company, we then joined forces with Evrock Biosciences under a company that we call Brevity Bio. And Brevity Bio is what we utilize for the purpose of assessing public health risks. Thank you. Thank you. I became a DEA agent in 1990 in San Diego. Um, spent the first eight years in San Diego and went to Bolivia for six years for DEA and came home. And like I said, 16 years ago, when I discovered that, that we, were, we were not educating our kids, I decided to step into that role. And uh, for 16 years, I've been waiting for society to step up and we still haven't. So I've retired from DEA. I work for the San Diego County Office of Education now as a full-time drug prevention educator out in schools, giving kids the basic information they need before they make the choices that ruin their lives. Mm, thank you for that. Karina, can you tell us why the drug crisis will never fully go away and why gathering real-time, accurate information is so incredibly important? Sure, sure. So as I mentioned before, my specialty for more than a decade has been in assessing risk for developing diseases. What stunned me in the last three years is to see that the increase in drug use surpasses any disease we've ever seen, Mm -hmm. cancer, diabetes, and more. So I think a component of that, of course, as Rocky mentioned, is the fact that drug use, unfortunately, is not independent. We have a correlation with mental wellness crisis, also self-medication. And to put my statistical hat on, I should say the way in which we address the mental crisis or even 
self-medication crisis and drug crisis is by, unfortunately, relying very heavily on surveys, which are, of course, useful, but two problems. <laughs> One is there is bias. We depend on what people report. And second, there is usually a time lag mm -hmm. until we obtain the results. And the combination of imprecise data and slow data means that everybody from educators, researchers, public health experts, they're in a reactive mode. They only address the problem once it's happening or it's too late. And Rocky, what are some of the challenges the U.S. is currently facing regarding the tracking of drugs? Well, the, the supply of drugs is different. Um, the new main drugs of abuse are fentanyl and methamphetamine, which are completely synthetic, which means the drug traffickers uh, can produce limitless quantities of them. The availability is skyrocketed, the price has plummeted. Mm. And when it comes to youth and addressing it in youth population, as Karina mentioned, it were, we rely on surveys, and we rely on substance use instances in school, which are both very, very subjective data points. Right. So the idea is to, to bring science and actual analysis to, to find out what is really going on in the population. And, and once we find out what's really going on, maybe we can identify the solutions that will get, get us out of this mess. All right. And Karina, how is Brevity Bio helping to overcome these challenges? Sure. sure. So. One element includes um, a challenge that we've been debating uh, even this morning with, with Rocky <laughs> before coming here. And we realized that we had an approach where we look at one drug at a time, one individual at a time, right? And what we have done is take an epidemiology approach. <laughs> and that is to step back from pointing fingers and come up with a way that allows us to provide non-intrusive testing, anonymous testing, and at large groups. So it's all about assessing efficiently the public health risks, not particularly pointing a finger to who is using more than who. So uh, that precipitated for us the, the idea of developing one test that can test a broad range of drugs, up to 30 drugs now in a single test, via wastewater. Okay, so mm -hmm. this is what's unique. Uh, we can utilize wastewater for many things. Before the drug pandemic, <laughs> we looked at infectious diseases. Right. But for this purpose, we can actually have a non-invasive, cost-efficient, anonymous way that allows us to objectively, as I said, objectively measure. Mm -hmm. And this is not for us just to say what happens where every day, because we can, but also for us to be able to provide feedback to the community to see, are the prevention programs we have efficient? Right. Um, which ones should we scale up? What should we change based on what we see? So that I would say is the approach we have that's quite unique. Right. No, that is so powerful. Mm -hmm. I mean, the information is so needed yes. by everyone. Yes. Rocky, you talk about going to the schools. What kind of reaction are you getting from the students, the young people? The students love the messaging. Yeah. Um, society, unfortunately, has a stigma against drug prevention education. What? Why is that? I, I think uh, there's a hangover. People decided D.A.R.E. didn't work, which I'm not, I'm, I'm not a defender of D.A.R.E., but I'm not right. saying it didn't work. Mm -hmm. um, but in what's shocking is in the face of the horrible statistics of the drug addiction crisis, which are all around us, um, we're still not 
using that tool of getting in front of the kids. So I've talked to 200,000 kids now in, in 16 countries around the world. Uh, I'll never know how many actually you know, are really listening to the message, but every single child leaves those assemblies better informed mm. about the truth of what drugs will do to them, their families, our communities, our country, and the, and the greater world. Right. And the kids thank me for the message. The kids appreciate it. And the schools that support me um, tell me that they've never seen kids listen to a drug message like they listen to the one that I give. And I think it's because I'm showing respect for the kids. I'm talking to them, not at them. Um, the tide is changing. I think society is finally getting a little bit desperate and right. looking for new solutions. And, and the acceptability of my work has gone up in the last year. Right. Karina, can you describe some of the benefits of Brevity Bio's testing ecosystems? Sure. So I would say simplicity. The fact that it's cost efficient within one single test, we can address what's going on. And the fact that it's in real time, and I know I'm saying it again and again, but we do not have to wait one year for a survey to come up with the results before we react. So that would allow us to have a more proactive action rather than reactive. Right, right. And Rocky, what makes Brevity Bio Solutions so effective and unique? Oh, to me, it's revolutionary yeah. because right now we have to guess. We have to guess what's in a student population based on what they tell us, based on what we, we happen to find them using. But with their technology, for the first time, we have a scientific objective mm -hmm. assessment yeah. and evaluation of what's actually in the student population. And if we know what's in a student population, then we can respond and provide education to the students, school staff and parents to address those threats. It's time we stop mm -hmm. guessing what's going on and actually look hard at what's going on so we can find effect more, much more effective solutions. Well, and when there's substance use disorder, there can commonly be a lot of denial. And I love the transparency that you're providing and really forcing people to face this head on and deal with it. Yeah, and take it, take yeah. and treat it like a public health problem. It is yes. a public health problem. Let's use public health science and technology Absolutely. to start finding a cure for that problem. Thank you for that. And congratulations on the incredible work you're both doing. Thank you for sharing your story with us today. Thank you. Yeah, thank nice you. to be here. It's an honor. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And thank you for watching. I'm Kathy Ireland.